Yeah, I mean, this has just been sitting in a Crown Royal bag for six months. I'm, no. I'm, I'll be happy if it works. Who's uh, who's the last person that you dive barred? Who did we do? We did uh, a DJ. Well, I did one in Berlin. Oh, that's awesome. But I haven't released it yet because I was like, the problem is, and there is a lot of problems here, is that I set it up weekly. Uh-huh. And you can't just do one if you do it weekly. No, no. You basically you're saying, well, I'm doing this now, forever. Yeah. And then so I, I, I sat on that one. I haven't done it, but somehow I don't know what happened that made me change my mind. But I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll do it again. This is your one cam, isn't it? Oh, I got gotcha. you. So this is the one cam. That's the hard cam. You. This is your solo cam. Oh, what? Is it because they all they already know you're you're glorious? All right, so no, this is like the beginning of uh, what the fuck, Mark Maron's podcast, where he starts out the first five minutes of this "woe is me," and then he actually gets into a, a, a great conversation with an actually interesting celebrity. Yeah, if you want to compare this to to what the fuck, yeah, that would make sense. I like it. I like it. All right, you ready? You feeling it? All right, let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome down to another edition of Dive Bar Mitzvah. How you doing? Hey, it's me, your pal, Ian. How you been? It's been six months. Six long months since I've done an episode. Um, I, 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 The top of my notes right here says, I'm sorry. This is the part where I, I apologize to all of you. Even on the SoundCloud page, it says updated every Monday. At some point, in honesty, in our relationship that we have, because nothing is more, nothing is a more important relationship than the relationship between a podcast and their listeners. I have not even updated that in six months. That's how little time I have been giving this. And you deserve better. But fear not. It's not like I've been doing this, you know, I've been trying to hurt you. No, I've been doing things. I've been busy. But before we get to all the busyness, uh, let me tell you where I'm at today. I am at Frenchman's Bar in Richfield, Minnesota. Uh, it's a delightful bar. I haven't been here for a while. I actually got lost on the way here. Uh, a lot of neon signs. The uh, vice presidential debate's on. That just gives you a little snapshot of what time it is. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's nice. I don't know why we hadn't, why I haven't come here before, but it's great. Um, I, I like it just fine. A lot of people are looking at me now that I'm talking in, a little bit louder into a microphone voice. Um, but I'm here with a uh, resident of, uh, of the metropolitan area. Let me introduce him real quick. His name is Wayne Burfine. Hello, everybody. It's my friend and yours, Wayne Burfine. Uh, yay! And we're at the Frenchman. And we are, because I wanted to come with a place near you. And Thank I've you. already done one episode in, uh, in Richfield. I did Sandy's Tavern. Ah, uh, that was the one I would have recommended. Exactly, but as you did. And I'm like, hey, I already did it. Can't do yeah. it. So now we're, now we're at the Frenchman. But I... Uh, I think these are the only two fucking bars around here. Yeah, there is. Was that's it, was, that's was, all there was, is to choose from. Was Slishel with the, the Dan Sandys? Because that's like no, no, no. I was with uh, I was with Tommy Ryman. Oh, okay. Well, that's same. Yeah. Yeah, same exactly. Distance. Same difference. Same distance. Um, and but and I looked. Uh, I, I Google imaged or I Google Google mapped it, and I was like bars around a diner in Richfield, and you know they're Chili's, yeah. Chili's, Applebee's, Sex, Chili's, Setzer's. Yeah, or Joe Setzer's, Pinstripes. which I will never spend any money at Joe Setzer's, right? and neither should anyone else. 
But uh, so in, in Frenchman's, I found it. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Why, well, yes. why wouldn't we do it at Frenchman's? Frenchman's is a great place. It's been here forever. It's a classic dive bar. Yeah. And it gets loud and stupid. We're here on a Tuesday evening, and there's about to be a rainstorm coming in. So it's pretty subdued. Uh, there's not a whole lot of noise happening. But that's usually the jinx of what happens when everything starts getting loud. And most of the yeah. podcast as soon as is you just. Announce it. Yeah, most of, then it's just like the next 20 minutes is Bob Seeger. And that's yes. all you can hear. Yes. You can hear us kind of ramble over it. But uh, but it's not about that right now. Now it's a time for me to atone for my sins, and sins they have been multiple. Um, I've actually been asked by upwards of three people, "Hey Ian, when are you bringing the podcast back?" And and well, it's now. And thank you for your patience. Thank you for wondering what the hell I've been up to. Thank you for wondering if, is he is he sick? Is he in the we hospital? Were, we were nobody worried. nobody knew. Um, if they didn't check any of my social media, they just assumed I was dead. Well, I mean, and especially. Because shortly after I stopped doing um, Dive Bar Mitzvah, I, I, was, I, was in, I was in Europe. We took a, I took a trip. First time I've ever been to Europe. And uh, when I came back, everybody told me they didn't want to hire me anymore. I got fired from everything. I, got, I lost uh, Club Jaeger. I, did, I, got, I lost that. They complained that not a lot of people showed up when I was on vacation. <laughs> That was the legitimate reason on why I got fired. So they used math. Yeah, <laughs> it, well, but I was out of town. And right. then they were like, you know what? Well, not a lot of people showed up. We want more of that. We want more of you not being here Aww. on Tuesday. So I lost it. But then immediately, like as if by cue, I picked up. Um, I'm now hosting Monday Triviasco at the Country Bar, which is great. Like I mean, like I lost oh. it. I lost it on Tuesday, and by Thursday, I was already meeting with the Country Bar. So nice. that's spectacular. But make me laugh went down too. So I mean, you wouldn't be wrong to assume that I was dead in a ditch somewhere, uh, in in somewhere in the in the greater Tw- uh, Twin City metropolitan area. But I'm not. I'm back, motherfuckers. And this is the new episode of Dive Bar Mitzvah with Wayne Barfine at the, at, the, uh, at, the, at Frenchman's here in lovely Richfield, Minnesota. The only thing rich is in the name. It is a perfect rectangle. It's a rhombus building. Yeah. It's, you, there's no background. A lot, lot of good walls to put flat screen TVs on. That's all on. it is. You can't hide in no. this building at all. No, you can't. Everybody's looking at us. It's an attractive crowd, though. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, per capita. I mean, usually when you're a bar like this, there's a lot of ugly motherfuckers. And for dive bars, I mean, it's got a pretty high ratio of uh, pool tables. Yeah. Three. Uh, and the pool tabs. The pool third. tabs is open. But um, I, uh, I've been gone, but I mean, it hasn't been for without reason. As I said, um, last time I tried with you, I was about to go to Europe. I did go to Europe. It was spectacular. I was in London. I was in Paris. I was in Berlin. When I was in Berlin... I even, I even did an episode of Dive Bar Mitzvah that I think will be on in the next couple of weeks. It, it was very good. Uh, my friend Dave, who's now a member of the Blue Man Group, uh, we chatted with him. It was great. It was, it was the cat's pajamas, Wayne Burfine. It was real nice. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but as I was telling you before we started rolling, that's the problem with doing a podcast. When you tell people it's weekly, people, for some reason, fucking expect it to be... Every seven days. They, they expect it pretty often. It turns <laughs> out, because when I first came up with this, I was just like... Every seven days. I could do that. I don't have that much going on. It turns out dicking around takes up a lot more time okay. than I had thought. And you've done podcasts in the past. What, 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 I did a podcast with you uh, like three years ago. What the, what, what the hell was that? Do you remember? Jesus, I couldn't even. Oh, Megatronic. Didn't, nope. Uh, nope. It was with Ted Evans. Oh, that uh, catnip. Cinema uh, catnip. That's cinema what it was. Catnip. Where we showed up and we talked about movies. Movies. And then we that also had the, uh, God, there was the sex one we had. That was oh, I, I refused to go on. Yeah. Ted uh, Ted Evans, a local comedian who now lives in uh, L.A. not doing comedy. Right. Uh, He just got married. Yeah, I know, to a very, very attractive uh, lady from another country. I get it, because I pretty much said it all up in that one sentence. Uh, But he... uh, he, he He had two podcasts. He had one about movies, Cinema Catnip, and he had another one called, like... 
Tales of Pussy or something pussy equally or something, something equally subtle. And uh, he was like, oh, I got to get you on my sex podcast. And I was like, there's not a fucking chance I'm going right. to do that. There's no goddamn way. And for a year, he was on me like, oh, if anybody's going to do my podcast, man, it's got to be you. And he's like, yes. all like, you know, trying to butter me up. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. Right. No goddamn way. Because, right. I mean, I don't know much about the Internet. But I know when you talk about your business, it's going yes. to be there forever and it's ever and the ever. the only thing people listen to on the Internet. Yeah. I mean, and <laughs> everything I have, you've done, that's well, the mean, only thing they're going to remember you by. Well, I mean, you don't know what the fuck's going to come up first in a goddamn Google search. I mean, like I have, right. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a random bunch of stuff. I do a Google search for my name, which I'm not saying I do all the time, but I do, and it's just random. It's usually just bad articles written in some shitty blog. You know, at this point, years and years ago, and it's just like, oh, somebody's like looking me up. You know, I'm assuming there are people who I grew up with in high school who are like, I wonder what that yeah. Ian's doing. The truth is, they're not. But I like to imagine <laughs> that they are. And then they come and they see that I was on some dude's blog ten years ago. Right. You know, and obviously it was Talking really badly about, written. Talking uh, about all the diseases he had to get fixed. Well, no, yes. Well, if I had done it, I would end up on the, the top right. result would be me on Google. Yes. You know, talking about talking about banging dude. Yeah, it wasn't a good podcast. No. Cinema Catnip was fun because I don't care about movies. Yeah. Like, I'll watch it, but I don't know any of the actors, directors, all that stuff, but Ted was totally into it. Mm-hmm. So I thought that made it a good dynamic. But uh, I know, well, geez, ours was like almost two hours long. If I remember right, you were one of the longer ones because we just kept going. We were just veering oh. off. We were branching, branching, I have, branching. I have virtually no memory about it. I know. I try to repress that, too. I, I, I do as well. Um, and and uh, it's it wasn't it wasn't a fun day for me. Hmm. I wish we could remember why. I, I can. Do you want to know? Yes, please. I got a call in the middle of the podcast from my mom telling me my father was in the hospital. Oh, that's <laughs> And what? a week later, he was dead. Oh, that's not... Don't so like I, blame, I blame you guys. Oh, see, now if you would have talked there's about a 50, your junk... 50, there's a 50-50 shot. If totally you would have talked about out. your junk, maybe that would have saved him. Think about no, that. No, but we, we ended up going on. We ended up having fun. I was yeah, just like, oh, my mom's worried about nothing. Turns out uh, she was worried about something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to edit all this out. This is all too dark. This is all way too fucking dark. <laughs> anyway. Um, We're in a dive bar. It doesn't get darker. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what people do. They talk about their dead fathers and body dive bars. That's what we do. Uh, but so while I've been gone, Wayne, and I, I know you're curious, but I mean, uh, a lot of things have happened. <laughs> Like I, I lost most of my most of my sponsors. I don't think I have them anymore. I haven't talked to any of them, and they were rightfully wondering, you know, why what they paid me money for. Well, I guess nothing uh, ultimately. But we still have PBR. We still have Stand Up Records, mostly because they're friends of mine and yes. give me virtually no money. Although PBR, you know, they both give me lots of love. Let's just say that. Um, so if you if you if you do have a lot of money and a business, please let me know because in my last six months of not doing anything, I've lost. All, pretty much all Aww. my sponsors. I know. Well, I have a list of them. I still have them all written down. Um, you still got to push stand-up records so they can sell DVDs to your uh, your great show. Well, and it's all up on the stand-up channel on Roku right now. Thank oh, you for that, 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 that uh, seamless segue. That was very nice. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was in London. Uh, you ever been, you, you've done some traveling recently. Where would you go? Colorado. Not as good as London. I was in London. You know, I got to see, I was on London Bridge, which isn't what it's called. It's called Tower Bridge. I didn't know that. So it's not London the, Bridge, it's Tower Bridge. I guess. Okay. You know what? I think that's right. I know yeah. I know the bridge that I thought was London Bridge was Tower Bridge because it's by Tower of London. I did not know that because ah. uh, I also went to Tower of London. They had a lot of, uh, that's where they tortured people in the 1700s. Can and you now still hear the screams? You can if, you, if you're really quiet, uh, nice. but it's mostly children. Cause, and it's like 17, 18, 20 bucks to get in or something. I don't know. It was worth it. Totally it was, worth sure, it. Sure, it was great. To hear children screaming, worth it. Yeah. Uh, and you get to see all these, like, you know, old uh, suit of armor for horses, which is cool. What? Yeah. They used to put uh, a horses in suits of armor. armor. Exactly. That's, wow. That would be the right way to put it. Yeah. It was, that was hip. Then I went to Paris. 
Ah. Uh, I saw the Arc de Triomphe. Uh, very nice. I went. I I walked past the Louvre. Only past it. Yeah. Well, I mean, except I was lost. I was looking for. I was uh. looking for my hotel <laughs> with my girlfriend. <laughs> you know, metaphorically. With a leash and uh, and a whip, like yeah. she was just like I apparently the only one with working Google Maps. Oh. So we were walking, you know, and, and trying to find the hotel. We were in the exact wrong part of town because oh, apparently no. uh, European coverage not what it should be for T-Mobile. But yeah, yeah. So I, and she was just like, well, here's the Louvre, you know, trying to make things better, and I could just see fire in her eyes, just like, and not that good kind, not that right, like, right. not the sexy kind, just the. Oh, shit. Now, I'm, I'm millions of miles away from home, and the only person I know here hates me. Oh, I know. Paris didn't stink at all. I thought Paris was, Paris smelled just fine. Smelled better than I've New heard, York. I've heard New York, is, or New York and Paris are two stinky cities. And I thought New York stinky. Was, I mean, you can smell New York when you get off the fucking plane. Yeah. Um, Paris, I didn't notice that at all. Uh, and okay. their, uh, their metro... As they call it, their mm-hmm. their their subway. The, it actually it, it's really good. Look at it. All the tile works beautiful. Everything about it's really nice. But it's kind of um, late sixties or late fifties, early sixties modern. Very post-war. Very nice. But not not stinky at all. People are dicks there, though. That's oh, okay. absolutely true. Everybody when, was there. Was when horrible. would the dickness come out? Uh, when I would act like act ignorant and speak in English. Oh, so they, right, right. I did deserve that. Okay. I mean, and I went to this really crappy uh, punk bar. It was spectacular. Hastings three thousand. Uh, former guest. Of uh, of dive bar mitzvah like recommended. Like they played a lot of like uh, Blink One Eighty Two. No, they actually something. well they they it, it didn't smell. It, it smelled like real punks. Oh, <laughs> it ah, smelled oh, okay. it smelled very much like real punks. Like it was in the paint. There's no so way to get that smell out. So I assumed it was kind of like you know every other you know basement show or punk show I've ever been to. And there's a long line for the bar, and yeah. I waited patiently my turn, and I got up there and I said you know uh, Stolitonic or something, and the you know multi pierced leather jacket clad pretty much straight out of central casting the bartender looked at me and went you know please goes a long way and i was like wow well anarchy <laughs> I, baby I, I know i mean i was thought you know we're all in a big hurry i just i ran up and i said you know stoli tonic and uh they looked at me like i was the biggest asshole on earth and i felt like the biggest asshole on earth Aww. i know so he said please but not see will play yeah exactly well he he immediately recognized me for being the uh the american, american jackal that i am oh yeah, I guess Monster. I just wear. Trump supporter. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Uh, I know. You know what? Actually, I was in <laughs> I was in some really nice bougie perfume store in Paris because that's where I wanted to go. Wait, bougie perfume? <laughs> bougie, yeah, perfume. Yeah, it was like expensive perfume place okay. in, in, in uh, Paris. And this very nice salesperson was talking to uh, my girlfriend today, specifically my girlfriend, because I think she knew that's going to be my market. If I'm going to make a sale here, it's going to be the woman who's interested, not the guy hiding right. in the corner just right. wondering what the fuck's Why going on. Why his maps doesn't work still. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how did we end up here? Um, but she was like, you know, uh, the, the the woman who ran the perfume uh, store in uh, in Paris, she was like, you know what? We have idiots run this country every 10 years. It doesn't matter. Like, I mean, about Trump. She was just like, you know what? Oh. I mean, if Trump ends up winning, it's not going to make any fucking difference. I mean, it's everybody gets pissed off. But you know what the problem is with you Americans, she said. And I was then ready. And she was like, you don't riot. And this is uh. like a, this is a mid-60s, very well done, very well put together Parisian woman. Right, right. Who I, and, and she was just like, yeah, you motherfuckers don't take it to the streets. Right. See, we here, we'll burn shit down. <laughs> right. You guys are just like ready to be taken over. And I'm right. like, God damn, are all the old ladies here in Paris so fucking cool? Yeah, no, that's a thing. I mean, America's the only one that's so complacent. I mean, when the price of tortillas went up in Mexico, I mean, good God. Yeah. He almost set fire to Mexico City, which would have been an improvement. Yeah. And um, I spent a lot of time in dive bars. In, uh, in in Paris, in London, and Berlin. Isn't there any bar out there, basically? Well, I mean, especially in, in Paris. Because, I mean, you actually have the open kind of uh, 
the open front with the you know it opens out to the sidewalk patio, yeah, patio. yeah yeah but I mean but very I mean what you see in the pictures it's everywhere and you know what they have there what everybody drinks they don't drink whiskey they don't drink gin they don't drink vodka you know what do they drink absinthe no, no. rum Cuban rum, rum. everything what? is Cuban rum every place you go has a mojito special with Havana Club it's like they're it's like they're Jack Daniels practically everybody has Havana Club wow. Cuban rum and price to move it's right, spectacular right. great mojitos. Go right. there for the mojito. How many euros was it? I'm going to say five or six. Five or six euros. What does that translate into mm, American about six dollar? or seven bucks. Seven bucks for a Cuban rum beverage. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah it could do worse. Fair enough. Uh, but you um, in uh, Colorado. Yes. You didn't have rum. God, what, did, no. what, what, what did you do in, in, in Colorado, Wayne Burfine? Well, the plan was to go out to the Palisades and Grand Junction because uh, it was peach season. Peach season? Yeah, and you gotta drive, you'd fly into Denver and you drive through the mountains. Uh, gorgeous drive. Had a great time. Stopped off in uh, Idaho Springs, which is a great little, like, just old western-type town out there. But uh, second day we were out there, we actually took a cooking class. Wink. Really? And, uh, well, what, do you say, what do you mean, wink? I mean, yes. a cooking class is pretty straightforward. Cannabis what else could class. it be? Oh, cannabis cooking class. Oh, so is there is there a loophole about it being a cooking class then? No, they can teach it. Oh well, no, no, no! But I mean, do they have to say it's a cooking class? Does that make it somehow legal? No. It's, oh, okay. It's just the the only way to make it legal is it's a company. Well, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. But it's just, it's just odd that I mean, if weed was legal here, I mean, I would imagine I'd be taking a cooking class. I'd just go be buying weed. Go be buying. Oh no! They they showed you like how to make like the bud er. Oh, okay. So you're making okay. edibles, essentially. Oh yeah, absolutely oh, making okay. edibles. Uh, well, different ways. Uh, well, the only thing you really got to worry about with that is the temperature because uh, the burning point of THC is pretty low. Is it? Yeah, it's oh. like it's like 300. Uh, so if you cook Which anything, is good, it's be right? Under. I mean, you want it to burn. Is that the whole idea? No, 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 no. Uh, it's decarbonization. Well, no, but I mean, you know, if you're if you're smoking it, you want it to burn. I don't smoke weed. I don't know what we're talking no, about. No. Uh, so when, if you ate just weed off of the plant, like just the flowers like that, <laughs> you don't like get a the... Goat. You don't get, Yeah. You don't get the full psychoactive effects. You have to burn off uh, a part of the THCA, and that's decarbonalizing it, and that's I, getting it up past 200, like a boiling point, but you don't want to get to over 300, because then you start burning off the THC, the psychoactive part. Mm -hmm. So you burn off the A part, you get the psychoactive drug, and then... You can make cookies and brownies and Rice Krispie bars. Or yeah. you could even just make it like a vinaigrette, too, if you just have the – how if you're just finishing it off. And That's what I really like about it. Is this for people who, are, who, who got tired of smoking weed? Because I, when I smoked weed in high school, that was great. That was fine. Somebody said, hey, we can make brownies out of it. I'm like, shut up. Give me – I just want – give me a ball. That's well, all. I'm, I'm, cool. I'm cool with what we got. Yeah. It's a, it's a different effect uh, with the edible because it's internal as opposed to smoking it. Uh, but you also get medicinal mm -hmm. properties when you consume it, as opposed to smoking it. Ah. You get the, the, the CBCs in there, and the CBJ. They really did CBJ. quite a job with you at this. This, this guy. Class, I mean, it was they? supposed to be a two. It was supposed to be a two-hour and twenty minutes because it started at two o'clock and it was supposed to finish at four twenty. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. But we got out of That's there. That's the only reason I don't want it legalized. I want to avoid the puns as long as possible. But it ended up being like a three-hour class, and we did not get bored at any point. The guy was great. We it, was, it was basically stoned. in a house. Oh my god. We got we got <laughs> dude, we got second hand high as fuck. Okay. Like we he gave us like some pizza and he, he put some of the uh the product that we were making into mm -hmm. the sauce and he's like, Yeah, this is about like, you know, uh, about seven milligrams. Oh no no, it was like three milligrams at the most. And mm -hmm. ten is a good base for yeah. people 10 milligrams uh, and he's like that's about three in this and then we had some rice krispie bars that he made and he put like macadamia nuts white chocolates he put like he like these were maxed out mm -hmm. and then 
three hours later, we drove back to the hotel room and we slept for 12 hours. <laughs> that's all we had. We were like, we had maybe so 20 would, milligrams at the absolute most, which wouldn't knock you out. Yeah. But everybody was smoking. They had joints. They had everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, there was these ladies that were sitting next to us, and they had purchased a joint before they showed up. And they had because the you know what, you want a pregame before always, you, you do have to an almost criminal or not not a criminal, but almost right. uh, almost a lethal amount of, of THC. There's let's let's get high beforehand. That's the best part about THC. There's no lethal dosage. Oh really? You can't yeah, get you can't, know, you can't I, stone yourself to death. I can't. I don't. I don't even know if there is an LD for it. Really? Is that what it's called? An LD? The, the like LD fifties lethal dosage. Oh, I see. Fifty whatever parts. God, I'm such a bad bad. That's okay. Bad drug dealer. It's okay. It's okay. You'll do. You'll, you'll you can figure this out. Okay. So they had the joint and it had all the ingredients in there and it had kale and it had <laughs> seabird guano. <laughs> what? It had shit in it? Yes. What did, what did? <laughs> the joint. The joint had had shit in it? Yes. I was reading the label. I'm like, guano. Oh, you bu- they bought They okay. bought it from the store and they just get this little like it's almost like a medicinal It had bird like, shit? Yes. Why, would, why would people do that? There's so much I guess it keeps burning. Like, like with cigarettes, that's yeah. there's so many additives in there. Like if you have no. to talk to people, who get like American Spirits, they they, they they'll go out if you set up down. Yeah, because there's nothing except for the natural. But if you do like a joint, you always have to keep lighting, keep lighting it. So what recipes did? What, what recipe was your favorite? And I wouldn't have to. Oh God, I would say the pizza. Well, I guess yeah. that would make sense. You yeah. just you just mix it up, put it in there, and as long as you don't you know you just look. Stop. Every time you hit the table, the whole thing oh, bounces. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so no sorry. Worries, no worries. Go on. Pizza. Sorry. Stop playing. Yeah, because he just put it in a sauce, and then he spread it around and put the cheese on there. And, he just, and it was already a pre-made, like a bobbly oh, yeah, yeah. crust. So like you're that. not really making shit then, are you? <laughs> just oh, putting yeah. some cheese and Having some sauce good, on there. good pizza party for the football game, I'll tell yeah. you what. But no, it was a great class because he went over the like the business. He went over like all the sciences of it. It was three. And so we didn't. I mean, we there were people from France, Canada. A lot of East Coast people. International. It was great. It was a really, really fun class. And it was just basically in a person's big house. Because I guess upstairs they had paint and puff, paint and puff or something, I think they called uh, it. Yeah. And they had pictures downstairs. I was like, yeah, yeah. They got high as fuck before they started painting. Because it was, it was just, it was fun. It was good. And then we took an Uber and that how guy tried to kill how us. How much does this you back? I mean, how much is, how much is the uh, weed market really getting people for? Is it really touristy? I mean, are you, are you paying more than you thought you should have to learn how to Put cheese on a bobbly. Well, it was. How much did you have to pay for that? Yeah. How much no, did you have to pay for that? Well, we ended up paying. We well, sixty bucks a piece. Jesus. But again, we were high as fuck. When but we you got, got really. You know, we okay, got, so basically, you just a, gave them sixty dollars. They got you fucked up, and yeah. you have a story to tell. Yeah. And, and the thing is, he did dabs, which is kind of like burning off wax or. Okay. It, 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 I have you, no idea what that is. You get more of the the. Uh, you get like a wax. Or like you get the actual pure THC or mostly THC off of it, and when that burns off, it's more floral. It's actually rather pleasant. Okay. Uh, instead of the burning smoky smell, and uh, I was like, I'm going to do that because that looks great. Nah, I guess I'm not because I haven't smoked in like six years. So yeah, I was just yeah. like, and I just thought, nah, I just won't do it. And we still got just wasted. So. Second hand. So it wasn't okay. Yeah. So. Why didn't you just buy sixty dollars worth of weed and get fucked up? Well. Because uh, I'm very interested in the science of it. I'm very Bullshit. In the no, process. you're not. No, you're not. You yeah. just wanted to get fucked up. Hey, excuse me as he pushes up his glasses, yeah. nerd-like. I just say uh, it intrigues me on that. And I've been uh, trying to create my own creations as well. While you're in Colorado only, I'm sure. Why would I Where make it's creations? Legal. In well, why, it's legal. Absolutely. While I was in Colorado, I tried to make creations yeah, yeah. myself. And <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but we, they gave us, gave us stuff to go home with, too, and... You know, last time we were out there, we bought 
stuff. And uh, we didn't have to this time because we had enough to, you know, get by. And it was just a good time. I use it more yeah. for sleep aid, really. Yeah. Uh, that's what I, that's what I drink for. Yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. Right. But you don't get the hangover. That's no. my favorite part. And if you do have uh, that's anything why, that's why you I, wake up high. Yes, I sleep a bunch. Um, all right, Wayne. Uh, so while I was, while I was on break, um, one of the big things I was doing, I was watching a lot of Law & Order. Do you have a favorite? Which, which of the three is, are, are you a law? See, if I was to look at you, I would, I would guess you're a criminal intent guy. <laughs> Say Law and Order, Law not, and Order, not on Law and Order SVU. Off. Law and Order, Criminal Intent. I think you're a Criminal Intent guy. You're not. You're I, saying you're not. I have not watched any of them. That was the one with. Um, Which one has Ice Cube? Ice T. Ice T. Ice Cube was in Friday. Oh, in Friday and uh, are we there yet? And are we there yet? Uh, Ice <laughs> T is in SVU. Uh, criminal Intent had um, what the fuck's his name? I can't remember his name. Um, the guy who was in uh, Full Metal Jacket. Catherine Ebe was the person he was with. Uh, what the fuck is his name? I, told, I just said I don't know movies. Uh, but I think I think uh, the one with uh, Ice T would be the one I would watch because, uh, from my understanding, like he always acts like amazed or bewildered no matter what situation is happening. Like, Wait, are you trying to tell me? Yeah. Wait, are you trying to tell me? You got to put staples back in the stapler to get the stapler to work. Yeah. How you think that's gonna work? I'm He's looking lemonade. it up right now. Yeah, I'm looking uh, it up. Right. He's got Vincent the, D'Onofrio. Oh, D'Onofrio. It's got Vincent. Okay, so what? CI has Vincent D'Onofrio. I love Vincent. See that, and I was well, so I, I yeah. You guys, you got to watch Law and Order. Come on, time. See, I'm a classic yeah. Law and Order man. You know what? I mean, in any period is good for me. Okay. I I I, uh, I found out some bad news though. That there are hours of the day that Law and Order is not on TV. So is I it? had to go buy DVDs. What is that? When Blue Bloods is on? No, it's I think it's between the hours of like eleven o'clock at night and eleven o'clock in the morning, which is my prime time what? to sit around and watch TV. And I'm just like. I would kill for an Law and Order right now. Luckily, due to the internet, I don't have to. So yeah, I've, I've been watching nothing but Law and Order, and I think that we would be—I think we'd be a good team together. I think we would. I think you're a little bit more analytical. I think—I mean, I—I I would like to think of myself as the one who doesn't play by the rules. But I think everybody who inv- who's in a buddy who sets up a buddy cop scenario in their brain thinks they're the one right, who would right. be the wild card because right. yeah, nobody's gonna be like, "Well, I'd be the one who shows up in a suit and on time." No one thinks that about no, themselves. Exactly. No one thinks no, that at no. all. So I think, yeah. I would make sure my parking was paid for. Yeah, exactly. I would have, uh, Never speed properly. Yeah, everybody went. Nobody's going to be Jack Friday or Jack Roots. Nobody's going to be Joe Friday. Nobody's going to be Joe Friday. Oh, how are you with uh, dead bodies and blood? Are you okay? Hate them. Can't oh. stand them. Don't like being be near them at all. We'd be horrible. We'd both be just standing outside, just like, no, get the EMT in there. I don't want to go in there. Uh, I don't even <laughs> like watching the fake stuff. Right. Oh yeah. Like Although it, there's an outline with right. little blood on it. Yeah, Barf. yeah, it's just the Barf. worst. Just the worst. But, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe with your weed training, we yeah. could desensitize uh, you to that, and then you could deal with that. It brings me stoned, Stoned cops. That's what oh, the show what would, would be. That would be, be great. That would be great. Law and order. Stoned. Stoned. <laughs> stoned crew. I don't yeah. Know. Anyway, though. Stone will? I don't know. We'll yeah. figure it out. We'll yeah. figure it out. So, uh, but... If nothing else, uh, and I'm wrapping up my apology here before we actually talk to Wayne. We haven't even really started. We're still working Wayne. on sorry. Uh, yeah, well, but first, I mean, uh, but mostly I enjoyed my summer. That's what I did for the six months I'm not doing this. And after not doing it for a couple weeks, then the, the couple weeks turned into a couple months. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take the summer off. Right. And then the leaves outside started turning color. And I'm like, shit, I yeah. got to do this again. <laughs> but I had a really nice summer. Hopefully you guys did as well. What was one of your favorite things in Europe aside from getting your maps to work? Was there a certain city that you were just like, oh, you know what? Everything I can think of is, is really stereotypical because the food in Paris is fucking amazing. Yeah. You have, if oh, you yeah. have a fucking croissant, 
in Paris, you're like, oh, I see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, oh, I mean yeah. And, and, and it's it's dumb. It's pretentious. I remember where you know when I first went to New York, and I'm like, oh, pizza's gonna be better here. Uh, I better try it. And then yeah. I tried it. And I'm like, holy shit, that's really good pizza. <laughs> yes. And then you know you get a you get a croissant in France. It's a good fucking croissant, and it's cheap because they're everywhere. Even up the ho- up the street from our hotel, there's just this little you know shitty looking bakery. Right. That anywhere else would just be like oh whatever, but you're like, yeah. well, it's a shitty looking bakery in France, yes. so let's check it out. <laughs> and it was right. fucking great. I yeah. mean, and everything you know it was like a buck. You could go and every little bodega they had you know French bread. It turns out they just call it bread there. I had no Is idea. It, oh, yeah, I know. I know. It's so weird. Um, and it was fucking great. Everything was was cheap. It was tasty. I mean, you could live. Like, I mean, there's a reason why, you know, they have, why, why peasants are kind of sometimes stereotypically French in movies, because you could be a great poor person there. Right. You could be fucking, it would be fucking spectacular. I mean, you could be poor there because wine's cheap, bread's cheap, cheese is cheap. That's all you really need to be drunk and alive. And happy. And happy. It'd be oh great. God. Good wine, um, good cheese, good bread. Hell you. Um, so it was, so that was right up there and we were right by uh, the Eiffel Tower too which was I mean it's beautiful everything's great it's, it's like being in a goddamn Disney movie when you I see and that's always something that I uh, <laughs> birds come flying on your it fingers as you're singing about your day I, and I spun around yes but I mean and this is always something that I mean this is what I want to talk to you about a little bit is I never really traveled much as a, as a young adult and as a child and pretty much up until now I'd never left the country never been off okay. the, never been off the, the continent at all and I regret that. Like I never, I don't really know another language, and I never really traveled. And I was just like, "Fuck, I got, I got to do something about it." How much? Tra- you, so you just got back from Colorado, but I mean, it, what, that one had to be fun. I mean, what, what's what's some of the best vacations you've been on? Oh God, um, we've gone to Colorado like every year for the last five years. Okay. So you and before, your lovely wife? Yes. Before it was even legal to do all that other stuff, we were like, we love this state. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, we uh, we now got a timeshare. So no shit. More stuff I have a f- I have someone in my peer group owns a timeshare. No yeah. shit. I'm is it is it the points one or is it the one where it's the actual location? No, it's talking about you. Oh yeah. yeah I had no oh, idea. That. Oh, I thought you were. Oh yeah. I went. Oh, no, me. Uh, yeah, I just didn't think. I, you I, called I, me a friend. I, I, uh, I said Pierre. Yeah, okay, Pierre. Yeah, close yeah, up. yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it was, a, it was a really good deal. We were just like, this has got to, this can't be right. This is weird. And then every, everything we've done has been great. It's just basically uh, use points to pick the places. But we've gone out to Vermont, which was great. Uh, one thing I liked about Vermont, very green. They're not joking about the green state. Uh-huh. Like, there's no, uh, like, the signs on the freeways are not lit. At night, okay. So there's a lot of slamming on brakes to turn off the freeway. I see. Uh, some of the best viewing of the stars is from the highway because there's every building oh, has to be so, so far from the highway. Oh wow, okay. So and all of their cars are the same color as tre- all the cop cars are the same color as the trees. So it's like, oh, we're just going to drive the speed limit. But uh, the hills, the mountains and hills are so bad that like you're listening to the radio and you take a left and all of a sudden you're gone. It's like, okay, lost that shit. Yeah. Uh, but like Ben and Jerry's is out there. Keurig's coffee stuff was out there. They're the uh, worst. Magic hat. Yeah, Keurig's was just. Well, ugh. those dumbass cups. Yes. They're killing the world. Yes. They're but, killing uh, the scene. How can you be a hippie and do that? It just, yeah. Right. I mean, you gotta you gotta like you know brew it through the sock of a child or something like that to get the best flavors. Yeah. Isn't that how that works? That's how I do it. But I, I don't know. Pretty much anywhere I go, the old lady is, is a good time. I think probably my favorite was. Probably Did she like it when you call her the old lady? Of course. That's yeah. why she's going to listen to this, and we're going to make sweet love as I call her old lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we went up right to there. Arizona. Right there. Get up there, old lady. Yeah. Went to Arizona. We went to. Uh, make some sweet loving to me. <laughs> Come on, old lady. I see, it sounds better when I do it. Old yeah, lady. Right, hey. Fine. You're like, hey, old lady. All right, sorry. Go on. 
I'm already going to get in trouble for it, so it's okay. Yeah, no, uh, it's Jerome out in Arizona, uh, Maynard Kean from Tool mm-hmm. owns a winery. Oh, well. And it's actually really good wine. That's good. Like it's, I mean, I don't know sommelier, but uh, there was only one wine that we didn't like, and it was the one they named after his wife, which <laughs> I thought was funny. Yeah. But still, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. Be- I, well, probably the Keys. The Keys is probably my favorite trip because it's just gorgeous. Yeah. Because we tried to stay up in the uh, Laguna area, and it's just to relax, but then we end up driving down west or the Key West area, and that's just like a, a highway on water. The girlfriend uh, told me that we should hit the Keys. What, what made you pick the Keys? Because um, it was February. Okay. And, uh, We're not going north. We wanted to relax, and I know there's beaches, and I know it was going to be warm. I mean, it got like 88 in February down there. Jeez. But uh, seafood is amazing. If you like seafood, you'll love it down there. Okay. Uh, it's just gorgeous. All the water is like that bright blue that yeah. you only see in pictures. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, Key West is pretty busy, but the food is great down there. A lot of history. A lot of history. Uh, it was just, yeah, it was just, it was a lot of fun. We didn't do a lot of driving around except for one day, but uh, it was just gorgeous, relaxing. It was a good time. That's great. So. I'm going. Do it. Is there, is there, do I need to drop your name around there? Uh, fly into. So like Barnacle Bill? I imagine most everybody who lives in Florida no, is kind of it, like, it's like con- that part of Forrest Gump where he's on the, on the, on the fishing <laughs> right. boat or on the shrimp boat. Yeah, but it's conch. They don't have the shrimp down there. They want to oh. talk about conch. was a giant, like, snail. Yeah. It's not good. Fuck it's that. It's very leathery. I'm not it's going not again. Good. I'm not going no. Just don't get the conch. Get the scallops, though, but if you want to. Those are amazing. So Wayne and I have a lot of things in common, not the least of which is you're a host of a number of events around town. What are you hosting right now? I'm doing the uh, Happy Awesome Time or happy You don't even know what the fuck happy you're awesome. Yeah, happy Are awesome you even Wayne? I know, I'm sorry. This happy is awesome the quietest this bar has ever been, by the way. I know, well, everybody left as soon as we started talking. That's great. I, I wish know. that always happened. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Happy Awesome Time Trivia at the Roseville Grumpies on Wednesdays and then Dirty Nerdy Bargo on Ooh, Thursdays. What's that? That's uh, Carly McMiniman and I. We do bingo, and it has to be it's Bargo. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because uh, you can't say it's, it's free. Bingo. Yeah. And uh, we have fun little sick, twisted, and perverted, nerdy nicknames for the numbers. Well, I assume that most anything Carly would be touching would have some sort of weird perverted edge. She's yeah. a comedian here in town, and, and, yeah. and she's not afraid of, of, oh, of, no. of, of, of working blue, right. as, as, they, as well, they said in the, in the 50s. Right. Well, she's blue, but the other best thing is she's very funny, too. Oh, yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah. This, very that was well not, written. I was, that was uh, not a complete review of her as a person. <laughs> right. I was just exactly. saying one thing. Uh, yeah. No, she's worked with Louis Anderson, and he yeah. kind of took her under her wing for a while, and, and her mom wrecked it, but whatever. Uh but, uh, I would like to ask more questions about that, but I have a feeling I should not. You should have her on a dive bar. Yeah, you know what? Maybe She's we'll up in her. Roseville if you want to. I don't want to go to Roseville. Yeah, who does? Um, so, but you're in, this is a uh, Grumpy's. Uh, Roseville, yeah. Uh, uh, Snelling. Grumplebees, as they call Grumplebees, it. Grumplebees, yes. Yeah. Isn't that what they call it? That's yeah. what I call it. Great food, and it's uh, Wednesdays is half off wine, bottles of wine, and half off pizzas. You can even probably maybe get one from the guy from Tool. Fuck yeah. That would be- <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't be cheap. But, what got uh, you into the business? This is such an odd-ass thing for someone to do. Because, I mean, I, it's, I never set out to host things. And when people, right. I mean, and this actually happened uh, not but a couple days ago. Somebody's like, yeah, you know what, dude? I mean, like, why is it that you only do host, you know, a trivia like once a week? And I look at him and I go, because I'm not proud of this. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't, you know, when somebody introduces themselves to me and they go, what do you do? Trust me. Yeah. I fill a lot of time before I'd get to trivia. I hope mm. I'll get cut off well before. I'm like, oh, well, right. and I host bar trivia to a whole bunch of people at, uh, right. at, at a country so bar. So, do Monday. you have just a, a go-to like, hey, Ian, what do you do? Yeah, I just lie. 
I tell them I got back from Colorado and I was making a bunch of edibles down there. Right. You don't tell them that you, you do a lot of design work. I do. I usually say I'm a graphic designer. That's, okay. that's my go-to answer. And then I'll like usually try to razzle-dazzle with video and I'll throw like some terms in there and they'll okay. go, oh, okay. Oh, and then, like, and like then they usually... Like video or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but then they usually get bored oh. at, at my answer and then they stop, then they stop caring, which is great because right. at that point oh, I've just gotten all of the real cherry stuff out of the way. Like I don't nice. actually have to get into it. The things you think that they can help you with if they had to. Yeah, yeah, or, they, yeah, or maybe they work some like a, a Fortune thousand company, and they'll be like, "Oh, well, yeah, well, it just so happens we need some dick to do that." We've got an event. Yeah, but so I mean, and how did so how did you get into hosting? My wife, really? She really she pushed me. No uh, shit. Well, I mean, I've and you'd already you'd already long been a comedian. I don't I think I've neglected to mention that, but you're not only a comedian, but you've been you were on Drinking with Ian almost as much as I was. You were in a number of uh, a number of roles, most famously, Rape Bagels. You played a cop. <laughs> <laughs> you might know. Put the you locks might, on him, You might know tonight's guest right. as the cop from the from the drinking with Ian sketch, Rape yeah. Bagels. Right. <laughs> what about the uh, the abortion stork? We had a were great you, run with that. Story? I would grumble, mumble, bum. Oh, you were one of <laughs> the, the sock yeti. Yes, you were one of the, uh, uh, the lesser known mythological creatures. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great costume. Uh, that Ron had put together. You're the oh. missing sock yeti. That's right. Yes. Oh my God. That was a very warm suit. <laughs> everybody, know? everybody liked those sketches. No one liked them as much as Ron, oh, <laughs> who wrote them. Oh, he he thought he thought they were great. No, he was running around with uh, I don't know with Jello shots or something. He said, hey, you want stem cells? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I was shooting that. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, as tapioca pudding, and we were down on the streets of downtown Minneapolis when it had. I mean, it honestly, felt like I don't know, maybe ten degrees, but you know, in a wind tunnel when you're holding a cold camera. Like, oh, I'm yeah. like, oh my god, this is gonna be a problem. But we were, you know, walking up to. Random people offering him stem cell shots. Yes. You know, on the streets of downtown uh, Minneapolis, and we did not get the calls. The cops called on us, or at least we got out of there before they right, showed up. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, Philip the abortion stork is one of my favorite ever. That was the. That was the. <laughs> we were viral before viral was a thing. That was on the front page of MySpace. That's how long ago what? this was. Yeah, we were on the. Jesus. Yeah, That's and awesome. we got, I believe, something like four million views in like forty-eight hours because of wow. that. Wow. More hate mail <laughs> than you could imagine. And I have to tell you, I always imagined and I always hoped a time in my life where I would get hate mail. I didn't envision it in this magical future where you'd see the picture of the person who's sending it. It was great because it was mostly then my favorite stuff was the, you know, because I mean, OK, in case you don't know, here's a little backup. Fill up the abortion story. It was, a, it was a sketch we did on Drinking With Ian. And the whole construct of it is that. You know, if there's a stork that brings babies, there'd have to be the other stork. There'd have to be an abortion stork. Ron Gabaldon thought of this idea. I say that not only to give him credit, but also to move any blame off of me. I did not come up with this, although I did shoot it and edit it. No, I didn't edit it. I just shot it. Anyway, so it, it, it was good. It was a fun laugh. And it was, I believe, and I've, I've watched this in the last year or so, and I think it was a really even-handed. I mean, it wasn't, nobody was glorifying anything. It was just, you know, it has to exist. Right. In this mythological yeah. world that's set up, if, this, if there's a stork that does this, there's got to be a stork that does this. Right. So we put it out there. And, and it just so happens a friend of mine who I worked with at First Avenue, Dave Wink, he knew how to rig the game at MySpace and knew, like, which, like, you know, uh, groups that would be the ones who picked the front page oh, okay. uh, videos. Oh. So he went there and talked it up and got 
curried enough favor and had enough people think it was funny that it ended up on the front page. Wow. And then the shit storm began. Um, oh yeah, because I mean, and it was a whole lot of, you know, every life is sacred, you know, the stuff yes, you'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then you would, you know, see pictures of their kids and you're like, Aww. no, no, it's not. Wait. No, it's not. The people who are writing the hate mail. How old were the kids when they showed you the picture of them, though? I mean, are we talking about like, babies? Oh, okay. they're ugly ass kids. Not a lot of like ugly. abortion children. No, no, God, okay. no, no. <laughs> right. Jesus, that, that was fucked up. No, no. <laughs> No, a lot of ugly ass kids. A lot of ugly, ugly, ugly ass. Right. Kids. Uh, but yeah, and so we got, we were viral before being viral meant anything, and it wow. did. It carried absolutely no favor in in the future, but it did make us. It did give Ron the uh, thought that oh, this is really popular. Let's yes. do ten more of these. Yes, yes. <laughs> and with everyone, got less and less pop. Just keep even. Uh, even we, this tiny indie punk rock show, are not above just drilling it into the fucking ground. <laughs> and we would. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I mean, coming up with the uh, lesser-known mythical creatures, I mean, had to be the whole, ah, this will leave me. Yeah, I'm add, trying to remember some other ones. You're the missing sock, Yeti. Who was Boo Berry? Was Bill, Bill Young was Boo Berry, maybe? Uh, Joe Cocazello. Joe Cocazello was Boo Berry? Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't know Joe was in that. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, he was the Boo Berry. God, what was Bill? Well, you can watch all of this and more on the stand-up channel. Yes, absolutely. On your Roku. Check it out. Yeah. I believe what? it's up there. It's, yeah, it's that was a question there. for you to answer to me, yeah. public. Yeah. <laughs> So get back to me, uh, WayneB at gmail.com. What character was Bill Young? Yeah, I don't for know. Us? Chris Pi Five. Because Chris Maddock was Sean Penn. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what? A lot of these are, when you describe them, they're more funny than they actually were. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what he what well, His he, impression of he does, Sean he does, Penn. He is doesn't mean solid. Sean Penn. Yes. But us, to, us talking about it right now and having a laugh, you go, yes. oh, that's hilarious. You watch yeah. it and you go, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, no, because right. I was there. Not, not, uh, not, not, uh, not I like failure. Like, Chris uh, did great. We did have Buddha show up to one thing, and the guy that played him couldn't remember a line. Uh, he was worse than me, and I'm yeah. very bad at it. Yeah, I remember I had to remember Grumble Mumble Bum, and I still messed it up. But he would, oh, God, yeah. No, there was a still, that was a good time. Good time. Good time. Good times. <laughs> Good memories. Good memories. Long, distant, uh, distant, distant memories. Remember back in the day when we enjoyed doing this? No, not anymore. <laughs> um, and uh, we talked about this briefly, but you're, you're a comedian of note. Uh, 15 years. Yeah. Uh, Minneapolis Comedy Desk Squad. Wanna, One of the co-founders. Wanna, oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's all, really, that's all we are as co-founders. No additional. We have Desk Squad Rin. And they have all done more successful than us, mm-hmm. so that's pretty good. What's that? The Desquadron. We had the, these okay. like Andy yeah. Erickson, Brian oh, Miller, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Benny Kwashnick, uh, Bob Edwards. So just uh, people who are doing better than You're us. You're a cornerstone the, of the comedy scene. Yes, yes. Everybody so built upon you. Jumped on our coattails and flew away. Just, oh, that's great. But yeah, I mean, you're, I mean you're, you're still doing shows, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I just mostly hear, when I hear stuff from you, it's you're hosting something, and it's the same stuff I put out there, so I just, I space it out, much like you do with me. Right. Uh, so you went to uh, Kentucky? Where, where'd you go again? Europe. Oh, never mind. Yeah. So. <laughs> I went to Europe. <laughs> so, uh, no, no, I, I, I took uh, probably this year off. I, I turned down a lot of stuff this year, uh, especially during the summer, because it's a slow anyway. Mm-hmm. But it was just a you know refuel, losing a little bit of passion of it because there's a new movement in yeah. Minneapolis and it's becoming far more PC than when I first started. It really is. It, it, it's kind of odd. Uh, I mean, and I, I assume this will blow over, but it just kind of seems that everybody's covering their ass on a lot of stuff. It is. And it just and I would say that it makes every it, it's making it seem like the comedy's a lot more boring. But I don't know if that's necessarily the case. But it definitely I don't know. I it, like some danger. I mean, it's it's 
definitely amusing still, but it doesn't have that, you know, that, that ha-ha anymore. Yeah. It has yeah. more of the, ha, I, I understand why this is supposed to be funny. So 2017, Wayne Burfine bringing Come back on. the oh, ha-ha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Certain. I'm going to be the Doug Stanhope of uh, 2017. How about that? Well, he might kick off in the meantime. You'd, you'd have it all to yourself. He's been on my Deadpools for He's been on everybody's yeah, Deadpool for 15 years, years yeah. God, even when he put his girlfriend on the Deadpool, I was like, well, I'm doubling up on Stanhope now. Yeah. Um, and real quick, uh, what's what's your, we're into, this is the season we're here. Uh, what's your best Halloween memory? Oh, my God. Uh, the three-way I had. Yeah. Probably when I was 23. Me and my buddy dressed is up. Is this a real story? Yes. No we, shit. Uh, we dressed up as the Blues Brothers. Okay. And we were the hits. I thought this was totally going to be made up. No, it was at First Avenue. Was I hosting or was that before I was hosting? It was before you hosting. Well, before you hosting. Um, Should have been doing it for But yeah, and it was just like, oh, God, we were fighting them off. Really? It was, it was, and I'm not trying, I was was baffled by it myself. Uh, I was just like, what the, what, 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 what? Do I have to dress like this all the time to get this attention? And then, uh, so he took off, but then I. And you were Elwood. You'd have to be Elwood. You're too tall to be a Jake. Yeah, well, the thing is, uh, the guy, this is. The guy I was with, he uh, was like four years younger than me, but at one point he had my brother's ID so we could go bar Great. hopping. And more people thought we were brothers than when my brother was with us. Mm-hmm. And there was one time. Well, you uh, were my, the blues my, brothers. My, well, this is before we oh, dressed up like that. We, we went to a bar. He, my friend went first. I went in the middle. Then my brother followed me. My brother and my friend with the same ID, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah, just was like, oh, you guys look like brothers. And then my real brother comes through. He's like, all right, get going. Yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, but so anyway, yeah. Two girls, hey, we come back and party with us. I'm like, okay, because I'm already drunk, so I didn't care. Wow. I was just like, hey, this is going to be the best uh, Halloween I think I've ever had. That's spectacular. Your yeah. wife know about this? Now she does. Yeah, I guess she does. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you don't bring it home, you don't have to talk about it, right? Exactly. So, I, uh, I'm trying to remember, but what, I, uh. What was my best? I was uh, Luke Skywalker, uh-huh. fifth grade. Or not fifth grade. I was five years old. Sorry. Okay. I was five. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, big difference. You advanced. Uh, no, but I had like the, I had the mask and I had like the bag. Because when, when I was a kid, that was the great thing. Like, I mean, I lived in a residential neighborhood that went on for seemingly miles when you were a child. And we, my friends and I, were, we were smart. We would start early. Yes. And, though, and then we would go as far as we could. We were basically, we were going back home to drop candy off to go back out. Right. And what we did, and I believe that we were the first kids to ever think of this. If you were to ask me at the time, we were the first kids to ever thought of it. We also then walked way out of the way and hit all the fast food restaurants. <laughs> and we were getting Frosties. We were getting, we were getting hamburgers. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, because we're like trick-or-treat. And, 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 and then they would be like, well, we're not a house. And I'm like, no, we're supposed to get a hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> and, they would, and they would do it. We would hit, we would hit the trick or treat, don't we you would hit, We would hit the Wendy's, we would hit the McDonald's, we'd hit the Taco Bell, oh and we God. would just feast. It's amazing I still don't do it to this day. Like, you know, I had so <laughs> much fun. You'd think I would still be doing it right yeah. now. Yeah. That's my, that's my best Halloween memory. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hermaphrodite in a Box. It's the one I always come back to at First Avenue. It's the best costume I've ever seen. Hermaphrodite in a Box. You have to explain that to me. Okay, there's a there. woman got a box on but it's about you know from her shoulders down to her you know like mid 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 thigh -thigh. okay and uh it's a box and there's three curtains behind one curtain there's a boob ah behind the other curtain another boob third curtain big dildo Uh and you had to put you had to like actually feel in to to see what it was 
Oh, so it yeah. was a it was an interactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Costume. So you didn't see through the through the curtain. You had to put your hand in. Ah. Basically, this is my, my fondest memory is grabbing some stranger's boob at First Avenue. I guess it's not Wait, that good when you really break it down that when much. When you were five? Yeah, when I was five. Okay. After I got all after I got all, <laughs> all sugar high off the frosties, I was like, Ooh, gonna grab me some boobies. <laughs> oh, I don't like this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dildo. All right, Wayne. So thank you for being my first guest back. Hey, uh, really here at Time Bar But you know what? Maybe I'll keep doing this every week. Um, I think I will. I've got to, actually, this year I'm trying to do something differently. I'm scheduling guests as opposed what? to before when I just went, oh shit, I have to have a guest this week. And then I would just call somebody and go, could you please do this? Like, I remember Tommy Ryman going, uh, like, come on, Tommy, it'll be fun. He's like, uh, and I'm like, we'll do it right by your house. Uh, I'll get you a burger. Uh, all right, okay, cool. And, uh, but yeah, so I'm scheduling stuff out. I have, I know I have at least four or five weeks in front of us that it's going to be great. So right, unless right. I get struck down, uh, this is, we're going to have more great episodes coming for you all week. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for realizing that this show even still exists, people who are listening. And Wayne Burfine, thank you for being my first guest. Thank I had planned, I wanted Ian. you to be my first one back because I knew, I knew you'd you. go easy on me. I know. Well, we appreciate you, Ian. You're, you're better than you think you are. Oh, Jesus. And uh, stop slacking. <laughs> yeah, no shit. You got anything else you need to fit in about me? Um, you, you look the same as the first day I met you. That's a goddamn lie, but thank you. <laughs> All right, everybody, Wayne, thank you very much. Now a moment for our sponsors, and this is shorter than it normally is. Um, uh, first off, um, our friends at Stand Up Records. We like our comedy like we like our booze. Straight up and bitter. Check them out at standuprecords.com. New albums out all the time, and as I've mentioned several times in this very episode of this podcast, they have a Roku channel. Roku is you can buy now for like 20 bucks. If you don't have one, you're a fucking idiot. You know what? I'm just going to cut through the chase. You're just a goddamn fool. Go buy one and download the Stand Up channel. It is good stuff, and uh, you can see... Pretty much the only place where you can see a lot of old episodes of Drinking with Ian. Uh, that is until this last week. Uh, my friends over at uh, Minneapolis uh, Television Network, they, uh, they called me and went, Hey, Ian, do you have any of those old episodes of Drinking with Ian? We don't have any. So I showed up the next day with 50 episodes. Nice. I went through everything I had on drives nearby. The thing about the, the Roku channel, um, I tried to get all of like the more national stuff because nobody, I mean... That's that's everybody remembers like the Don Shelby show is like their favorite episode oh, of Drink with right. you. But you get in, if you're fucking a hundred miles in any direction, you don't know who the fuck Don Shelby is, right, which exactly, is a goddamn exactly. shame. But it's very most of the episodes were right. very very regional. Yeah. So we on the stand up channel we have a lot of the stuff that like you would like the Lewis Black episodes on there, like you know uh, Dave Mordell, like uh, the the national comedians we had. But now on MTN, starting I believe the week that you're listening to this, uh, we'll have. Uh, episodes of Drink With Ian that haven't been seen since they were new. And some of them maybe barely even then, I'd imagine, right. <laughs> remembering how little I was recognized back then. Probably you might be the first person to ever fucking see them. Right. But yeah, they'll be starting on MTN. Uh, be sure to check out their schedule at mtn.org or follow us at drinkingwithian.com, which just links to our Facebook page, and I'll probably have information on there. But more importantly, just go get a fucking Roku. Download the uh, Stand Up Records app. It is great. The Stand Up Records channel. It is great. Anyway, and um, our other sponsor, our sole other remaining sponsor, One Car Service used to be our sponsor. They went out of business. Oh. I know. They, uh, I still have them all right here on my list. Right here. Hype upcoming events. Match game. They don't do that anymore. Uh, oh, trivia. Don't worry. Hype. Yeah, I still do trivia. I did that. Okay. Oh, and. Uh, country bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Mondays. Yeah, exactly. 7 o'clock. A little early. Yeah, the new fancy country bar. It's very nice in there, but the wings taste the same. They're still absolutely fucking delicious, and they go very well with our next sponsor, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yay. Add leisure time to those extra... Add extra flair to those leisure time activities. I'm rusty. I can't do this by, <laughs> can't do this by memory anymore. Always in the picture and always in good taste. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Add extra flair to those leisure time activities. Put original Pabst Blue Ribbon... Fuck. Yeah. 
Put original Pabst Blue Ribbon in the picture. People of good taste naturally go for its old-time beer flavor, original Pabst, brewed as it was when it won the Blue Ribbon in 1893. So next time, put yourself in the picture. Enjoy an original Pabst Blue Ribbon. And then if you're going to have a PBR, I highly recommend doing it here at the Frenchman on, what is it, 66? 66 and 12th in uh, in lovely Richfield, Minnesota. Um, you know what? This was great. I really thought it was going to be loud. I thought it was going to be dumb. But this was great. They were all quiet. Right. And not that I, they need to be quiet. I mean, I lent... But it was great. They were they were very nice. They have not kicked us out. Right. Um, and you know what? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have another drink here. Hopefully, Wayne, you'll have it with me. Uh, but yet again, thank you everybody. Thank you for your patience. Thanks for hanging out with us on all this time. Um, and really, you know, it, now that we're back out there, uh, let's try to get it out there as far as we can. Please like it on iTunes. Share it around however you can. Share the tweets. Share the uh, Facebook messages. Uh, we're we're taking over. Two thousand. Late 2016. That's when we rally. I'm going to tell myself. So anyway, thank you again for listening. Thank you for your patience for us to get back. And Wayne, shake my goddamn hand. Yeah. Thank you very much for doing this. And Wayne, by the way, you're the first guest I've ever had that's wearing those creepy fucking shoes. What the fuck, man? Dude, it's uh, it's kind of like orthopedic shoes for me. It makes my. He's got those finger it, shoes I mean, on. It's the five, yeah, five fingers, but it helps my hips and knees. It makes Does it me actually not feel do something? As old. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Really? I really thought it was. I thought it was just like a, a scam. I thought, no, it was I thought just. It was I thought they were just weird looking shoes. Well, I don't run in them, as you can tell. Well, yeah. But uh, walking, I was having hip and knee problems. I thought I was gonna have to get a hip replacement like soon. But then I Wait switched a to this. All right, so now we're, like, we're, oh, ra- now we're talking about rallying. Here we are late in the episode actually getting sorry, down. Sorry, you brought it up. I, well, I, didn't, know, I didn't know they did anything. Yeah, I thought they no, were just... They're minimal. They make you use the muscles in your feet. Cause, uh, my right foot's about a half inch too short. Really? So my, my, my body's just naturally adjusting for it now. So I don't get the hip and knee pains that I was getting. And uh, I mean, I, I know they're stupid and they're more than they should be, but they seriously make me happy. And I, I totally. So, get, they, what kind of padding can you get in a a finger shoe? You don't. You get you get Vibram rubber, so it's non-slip, but it's that's it. So, right but that's there. it. There's no like insole or anything in there. Nope. I guess okay. nothing. Right, no, on. I got to use my muscles. Are uh, for my arch support. It's all muscle. I mean, when I first put them on, I mean, it was like atrophy. Basically, is what's happening. So it hurt. It was sore, but then it built up, and now they feel great. And now you're Superman. Now, no, I'm just just Superman. <laughs> You're going to hit me, aren't you? <laughs> I was trying to glare hard enough where you could hear it on the podcast. Oh my God, that's All right, everybody, that's drinking with the end. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, everybody, that's Dive Bar Mitzvah. Fuck, I'm out of practice. Uh, thanks again for doing this. Uh, thanks, Wayne, and I'll see everybody next week. Uh, when I believe our guests were, will be uh, Danny Siegelman and Dan Corrigan, uh, author and photographer of the new book, Heyday, coming out on a university or a, what Minnesota Historical Society Press uh, just now. So it's going to be great. I think we're going to go bowling. It'll be fun. All right, everybody. See you next week. Thanks again. Bye. That wasn't too bad. That wasn't too bad. Too bad. That was actually time to. Some editing, not much. Well, of course, I always right. edit the fuck out of these things. Man, it's so quiet here. I didn't. I, I didn't fucking come here every goddamn week. Right. Just I, call it a different bar. We'll see what I, what I've thought about doing, and I've never actually done, is to just uh, one time just come to a dead bar, and just set up the recorder in the corner, and just get the bar noise, so I can just go like, fuck it, I'm doing it at my house this week. I just lay in yeah. like the fake generic bar noise underneath. Wait, but there's no video, right? It's just a picture. Well, the, yeah, see this one. Ooh, yeah, we should actually. Okay. Uh, yeah, you could do a green screen and then just go to the bar. One well, but time, I never actually, I never even use the video. Like, okay. I mean, I just have it. I'll end up pulling a still from this to yeah. have like as the cover. I mean, at some point, I mean, I have it all archived. I have all the video archived. And right. At some point, I might do something with it on the Roku channel or just something else. But then I was just like, you know, this is already enough fucking work. Yeah, yeah. I don't need any more. But, I mean, it's good, you know. For after, what you're getting out of it. After yeah. years.